Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Tacticam. Tacticam is by far the easiest way to begin filming your hunts. Whether it's the budget-friendly solo or the 4K 5.0, Tacticam has something for everyone. Check them out at Tacticam.com. This year we're also working with Spartan Forge. Spartan Forge uses machine learning to predict deer movement. So right now, where I'm at, it's saying core area, the secondary rut is kind of over where it's showing for the further north that you go up to my property in the up full range all over the place so it shows you what days you should be in the woods and if you're going in the woods kind of directing you towards uh where you should be going i've been looking at this kind of anecdotally against my trail cam data and the days that it says full range, I'm getting more and more pictures. The days that it says core area, not so many. And being out in the field, I'm seeing the same things. It's one of the things that I look to as I'm planning out where I'm going to hunt, how I'm going to hunt. I go to the map, scroll up to where I'm going to be hunting, check all the different places where I have opportunity to. And I've uh, been very happy with Spartan Forge. Uh, it uses collared deer studies thousands of years worth of data all compiled to get the best information to tell you when to spend your precious time you can check them out at spartanforge.ai and you can use code bowhunter to save 25 percent it is available in the app store both on apple and android but can't use any codes on there because they take their cut so spartanforge.ai check it out this podcast is one that's coming directly from the Patreons. Now, I wanted to video this one and do it as like a big, long video podcast. Um, we started to video it, and the camera, one of the cameras died, and it was just a mess. But it would have taken 
four times as long uh, to go through. I didn't realize how many packs. Once we get into the, once you get into the podcast, you'll hear that. But this is from the patrons. They wanted to say what packs were you guys running? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, so I've got everything set up down here. We're like 99% go um, on the studio. I'm waiting for a couple more things to to show up so I can get everything hooked up and uh, run our multicam setup and that's all thanks to patreon i couldn't do that without the support of uh, the patrons patreon is a crowdfunding for creators that allows us to pay the bills for hosting for editing for the website all of that stuff it allows us to continue to grow and provide more content for the show but it also allows us a little bit extra to give back so with our partners we give we do giveaways. You got a couple more weeks uh, after the first of the year. We do a giveaway every quarter. So obviously this quarter will end at the end of the year. And we're giving away a Reveal SK. So I've got two of these up in the UP right now. Uh, they have a solar panel and rechargeable lithium battery. Uh, the solar panel is detachable so you can move it around, point it towards the sun. And uh, surprisingly, I'm getting great photos the the photo quality the ones that they send you are amazing uh, but we're giving away one of those uh reveal sks this pack pack review we talk about the everly stock x2 when i ordered the one for john i ordered an extra one so we're giving away probably john's favorite pack out of all of them you know parker mcdonald he's one of the spartan forge guys you can go he's got a great youtube video showing how he uses it Andy May uses this pack. Um, there's so many uses for this pack, and with the with the built-in frame, it's a great pack, and we're giving one of those away. And then from the Patreons, they wanted to try out a back tension release, uh, so we ordered a Carter Evolution 2.0, so we're giving away one of those. Spartan Forge offers up one of their year-long subscriptions, so you can check that service out. And then our friends at Zinger Fletchings, compression fit 3d printed fletchings for three uh, different degrees of offset they're offering up one of their test packs and if you're interested in that you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash bowhunter chronicles podcast click the link in our instagram or just go to the website and you can see it there but uh, getting everything set up i am going to do individual videos on each one of these packs but this podcast is a thought on uh, our thoughts on how these work and i got to give a shout out to two new patrons over this past week uh cody strasberg uh, he's out of algonac michigan and then Derek hillnack out of two rivers wisconsin um we got we can't uh, thank you enough we really appreciate it uh but if patreon's not for you that's not your thing um all we can say is thanks for listening tell a friend leave us a review give us five stars that will help us tremendously uh, get out and reach more people. But um, thank you guys so much. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. Adam back with another episode of the Bow Hunter Chronicles with a special guest in the studio today, John Borsma. Hey, I'm how back. You, how you been, John? Good. Real good. Busy. And then he's heading off here to another Florida excursion here. What? Uh, I think I'm leaving on the 23rd. 23rd. So what's today? The 13th, 12th. Okay. 
So we might get him in on one more this year, even. Maybe. Um, but th- so this podcast, um, another one downstairs in the studio, got walls up and stuff, and uh, need to get some of that the 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 shit on the walls, you know, and make it look like all fancy. I'm trying to do some video on this one because um, that's what I'm really working towards, and uh, turns out I need some more cords and bullshit. Um, but someday I'll get the other. Oh, emblem done. Yeah, I know. We've got this really awesome, like, laser cut. Stainless. Stainless deal. John wanted it a certain size so that he's got these, what is it, a, the end of a spool to put some LEDs behind and all that. I got the spool, the end of the spool ready, and I got the LEDs. and Yeah, we'll just pop it up right behind you there. Because it won't, I mean, it would be like wood on wood on wood. Put yeah. it up. Put it up behind John. It'd be great. But, um, yeah, so we're trying to do this one as video. Um, we'll see how it turns out. But this is one that everybody wanted uh, to talk about packs. Hey, can you break down packs, packs, packs? And, like, I don't have a shot of it because I just have the one camera today. But, John, how many packs are we looking at today? Well, about seven, eight. Yeah, I think there's eight there. Um yeah, I got three. So let's let's get. Oh, you got three there. So well, I got my pack, oh, yeah. my fanny pack, yeah. my EXO, and my yeah, I really stock. So there's nine, nine. So let's um talk about the X two. Well, what packs did you use this year? So the only pack I ended up using this year was um the Eberly stock X two. I tried out the the Case. trophy line. At home, I didn't. Ever, I never did take it out in the woods. I just put stuff in it and kind of, you know, gave it a little test shot in the yard. Or actually, it was up at when I was up at my property. But once I put everything in the in the X two, I was like, I like that one a lot better. Even though it's short and compact, it's actually kind of nice. Like I was at first, I was like, man, it's too short. It kind of rides up high, like across my belly, like when I'm walking in. But when I get it up in the tree, it's like a perfect height. If it was any longer, then it's just, you know, I think it'd be too much. Okay. And so. But also, I didn't carry any camera gear this year. Okay. But but you don't wear your saddle in, haven't worn your saddle in. No. Not not the, the latitude. It's a little bit bigger and a little more cumbersome than like the Phantom. Okay. Any, I, I didn't wear the Phantom in either, unless it was like a real short walk. Okay. No, because um, one of the Patreons, Jason, was asking about like all of these packs and like looking at them now, I'm like, Jesus, if we try to do a video podcast on every single one of these packs, like I'm just going to have to do a video on each one kind of like right. individually because it's like, I mean, it right now is overwhelming. Like looking at it, you see one in the garage, you got one over here, one over there. You realize that you got four in your truck, like, um, but, uh, the reason that I was asking is because like what you were saying is that pack being up, you know, the waist belt being on your belly, um, might, uh, be better for that. Cause it would be above. Yeah. It would definitely be better. Cause then it wouldn't be in, you know, it wouldn't be messing with your, your saddle. Yeah. So, um, kind of walk us through like how you've got this set up here 
So, I don't know if you'll be able to see it on the video, but. We'll just put it up here or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably break your bench. Ah, that's fine. So. Right now. So, I just, this is how, I just came out tonight. You know, I hunted tonight. I did wear, like, most of my layers back out. When I was going in, I had, so I counted, I had seven shirts on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I had seven shirts and two coats in my pack. I walked out in my T-shirt. How many hats did you bring? Three. <laughs> but one, one, like, liner beanie, one, you know, warm stocking cap, and then just my baseball cap. But, so, I, uh. When I got, well, this is how I pack it. So, it's probably going to fall out. So, there's my big coat. My sticks, I do two on each side. And then my knee pads up above, my saddle, and then my platform. And then, usually I'll have a couple extra, like, base layer shirts underneath here. But tonight I had them all on, so. And so, how does that work with... Like the way that you've got it set up right now, and I'm looking at it. If if this comes out on the video, great. Um, how you know what can you act? Can you do that with stuff in the bag also? Yeah. So I have, like I said, normally have a few base layers and stuff in here. Sometimes I'll even have my like my thin coat, and then and then on the side pouches, I have. Usually, I'll have a saw on that side. I like to keep, normally I have my grunt tube. There's a camera here. There's my other hat. Um, extra release, ropes, all that kind of crap. Hey, there's that. My uh, <laughs> well, scope. It's my scope cover, but I switched scopes. I went to the Ultraview 3. So, the 3 or 2. Oh, I, don't know. I don't remember. But then, uh, so then my grunt tube is actually in the outside pouch. So when I'm, it's hanging in the tree, I can open the bat wings open up and then I can, you know, get in here. There's also some other pouches here that you can store stuff in. And then what I do is I hang it on my, the little sis hauler like thing that latitudes, I'm not, I'm not sure what they call it, but, um, and then I'll just take the, the, uh, waist belt and cinch that around the tree too. So it can't move. And then I have access to everything. Everything that I want while I'm in the tree is on the left side of the pack. And then the stuff that I don't, you know, use much is over on that side that way. But, yeah, you can definitely pack some stuff inside there. You just have to, you know, you have to be aware of how much. Because these straps are only so long. And I've maxed. They were maxed out tonight when I went in. But it's just a matter of you know, how you end up. So how much, like. I could you, make more room by putting these on. Well, uh, uh, I'm going a little bit different way. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned why you liked the wild edge steps was because there wasn't so much pissing around at the bottom of the tree. Now, this looks like a lot of. 
like it like it has to be packed just so kind of like a rubik's cube or like a jigsaw so, puzzle so okay when i get to my tree i'm wearing this in i have everything like so tonight when i got to my tree i got there i just had a t-shirt on i have my bow in my hand i get to the bottom of the tree take my pack off lay it down right there pop it open and i set all my my layers i set those over up by my bow i pull out my sticks my platform then I set all that back and then I put my clothes back in the pack and then just kind of buckle it back up. And then I take, so like right now I don't have anything to put my platform in or, you know, I don't want to strap it back in cause I want to be able to reach back and grab it. So I just have a, a clip and I clip it up to the handle on the top and I just snap it in like that. But the problem with that is when you like bend over, this sucker will, flip over and hit you in the face because it did it tonight was my second time doing that so i'm gonna remedy that with a piece of paracord girth hitched onto it and then hook that into the clip so it'll hang a little bit lower that way it can't swing around hit me in the face it might swing around hit me in the shoulder or something but i can still reach back and grab that so i clip that on i got my i have my clothes in there it's all closed up clip that on then i put it back on and then I put my first two sticks on the, well, I put my saddle on and shit. My knee pads, I put those on. And I grabbed the first two sticks with my aiders and I put those on the tree. I can get those on, you know, obviously from the ground or without alignment. So I quick put those two up. Then I grabbed my next two and... This has come out of like necessity. I was just sitting at the bottom of the tree the first time I was hunting this year. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot the little, normally I had the little uh, paracord, you know, hook to it. That way you can kind of hook it to your belt. Well, I didn't have those with, they were in my other pack. So what I did was I'm like, I put my pack on, I'm looking around I'm like, well, well, this works out. So I just figured out where I take the, the loop off the strap hook it around here like this and then under and I do one on each side. And then as I climb up, they're just right there and they haven't fallen off or anything. They're easy to, you know, and then when you're ready for it, you just turn around, pull it off. And so they're one on each side. So I get up there and then I reach back, grab my platform and then put that on, get to the top, pull out the, my adjustable strap, wrap that around the tree, then take the pack off, clip that on. And then I finish, you know, put my tether on the tree. So it's, I don't know, it's not too bad. So then same thing going down. I just put my pack back on and then just do back, do it in reverse. But then as I'm coming down, normally I, with them old XOP sticks, I'd be like pissing around and had those versus straps and they were so long i would just like usually throw them down or just like lower them and drop them but these i just been wrapping back up hooked them back on the straps get to the bottom and then those two are already wrapped up so and i just take the other two off and then just put them back in the pack and then like tonight i didn't take all my layers off because i was just walking out slow and i don't care if i was going to sweat i just left those on with my light coat i just put my saddle knee pads just packed it back in like that and went went home but 
I really like that. Now with the, I do have my Wild Edge Steps and my actual P pack there. Exo. Yeah, Exo. Sorry. But I, I still, I, I just love those steps. I mean, they're so easy. You know, like going up and down. I mean, you just have the the pouch on it. But five of them aren't enough. So you pretty much have to, I mean, at least seven would be like the minimum or carry the five and then one stick with an aider, you know? So then you're only dealing with one stick and you know, the, how do you like those aiders? I I don't mind them. I mean, I like how they stay open. Yeah. I love them. I mean, they're, those ones are freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. But so back to the pack, like, um, this year versus last year, like last year was just pretty much a rodeo because I had, well, this is how, you know, I had my exo pack, but what I did, what I do is, so I have my Badlands fanny pack that would have all my gear in it, camera and all that. And then I would just take and use my frame for my X from my exo. I'd take this bag off, and then I would just do the same thing, basically. I'd just bungee and strap everything to the frame, including my fanny pack. So, it was just a big mess, you know. And then I would just leave that at the bottom of the tree, and that's why I had, you know, four bow ropes <laughs> and, you know, tangling shit. I know. I'm disappointed. I uh, I have a Doyle's gear hoist upstairs for you, so let me, let me make sure you get that before. So, yeah. So... You know, here's the Wild Edge pouch. And, you know, the ropes are sticking out now, but, I mean, that right there, we're just, I could just throw that inside the pouch on the bag and then strap it on everything else and then just get out there and then throw that around you, climb up the tree, and then when you're done, as you're going back down, you just throwing them back in there. When you get to the bottom, you're done. Except, you know, tuck in the ropes and I don't know. So, that X, Aberly Stock X2, you think is, I mean, could you use it for other things? Could you pack an animal out with it? Could you, could well, you know? Uh, yeah, you, you could pack. I mean, it's a metal frame. So, I mean, you wouldn't have any other gear with you. I mean, you'd have to make multiple trips, obviously. You wouldn't be able to throw everything like you can in the XO. But, yeah, you could definitely pack out a, you know, whitetail with it, an antelope, something, something smaller. I wouldn't want to be, you know, packing out a elk or anything in it. Um, I, I really, I really like, I was skeptical at first, like I said, because of the size, but after using it, I, like I said, though, I did not carry camera gear this year. And could you carry it in there, do you suppose? So that might be, well, depending on what kind of camera I'm like, with the camera arm I have right now, that thing doesn't fold down very well. So I'd probably have to strap that on the outside. And then there's, you definitely have room in the pouch, you know, but I didn't want to damage anything either, you know, like putting all the stuff on there and then mm-hmm. wrenching it down. And, and, you know, I only got to hunt like five days this year so i was just kind of focused on hunting and not filming Mm -hmm. yeah i'm 
like l- looking at it, the the one thing I think that it has, like that maybe sets it apart from everything else, is it has a lot more structure, and the material is in the way that it's built together is somewhat more rigid than like some of these other packs that we'll get into. Um, had you messed with this? This is another one that people really wanted to check out. This uh, plateau pack at all? No, like, did I you haven't see? Even seen it? So, so is this that trophy line. Yep. And I carried this. So this year I carried the. Looks like a spider web of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's completely wide open right now. So, um, but I carried this plateau pack to start the year. I used the um, Badlands Super Day pack that I'd been using for years. Um, and then I used my Mystery Ranch Sawtooth pack. Um, and when I was up in the UP, that's what I used to carry an iPad, a pillow, a blanket, two stuffies, a hundred uh, candy bars and nutty bars and all sorts of snacks. Um so my all my stuff has been like gone from here to here to here to here to here to here. Um but this plateau pack, I mean like compared to like like I remember when you got that and that's what what, what is that? That's like the tree hugger or something from Badlands. Well, it's old enough that it has that it's in uh real tree. So it's not in any of the Badlands camos that are open that you know that are available now. Um but I remember we bought that when we went to Ohio in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, on the way down. I on the way it down there. Yeah. And, uh, and you were showing me how it opens up to like a bucket and yeah, a shelf I mean, and <laughs> all the all the good things. Yeah. The only um, thing that I didn't like about it is it didn't have suspenders. So I actually took my <laughs> my carpentry suspenders and hooked them to it. But – yeah, so when you're up, I mean, like I said, I used this up until last year. I didn't use it this year at all. But, I mean, I it was perfect. I mean, I held all the camera gear and stuff, and I'd have all my calls and shit out here. And then when you got up in the tree, you could open it up like this, and then it turns into a bucket, basically. And so then you could just sit stuff in there, you know. So it was nice. Just there was... No real place to put sticks, you know, or the the wild edge steps. So that's why I end up, you know, just utilizing my frame pack. Yeah. So this freaking plateau pack is huge. I mean, uh, like I carried camera, camera arm, you know, all the normal, like early season stuff. You know, I had a knife and calls and, and whatever. And I, with the... Trophy line sticks and the wingman on top of it, but it does have it. And we played around with it at uh, uh, Austin's get together thing, but it's got straps up here for your platform. So it'll just write. And uh, Tim Clark was messing with it. What? Cause I think he had one, but um, I think we were messing with Austin's and we, we put uh, no. He probably didn't have one because he's a more mostly tethered yeah stuff. Um, but um, he was messing with it, 
and taking it off was fine and but hooking it back up right was a, a bit more difficult and the suspenders on this i was skeptical you know mm-hmm. and it's like night and day like it's it's very close to being like if if you were to use like a regular platform i think with the with the wingman it's a little heavy like one kind of makes it one, awkward one sided lopsided and you can't put as much stuff on either side you know you're limited because of that platform and i still don't like the way that the trophy line sticks stack um it's just like they should just be straight out um Oh, instead of offset. In, like instead of offset. And, uh, you know, I know we talked to Sean about that. They, but this plateau pack, they tried to do a really good thing with it. And they have these covers. Mm-hmm. So, because there's a hundred, like you said, there's a spider web shit. There's a hundred buckles on this thing. But they all have this neoprene sleeve that goes over top of it. So, you can cover up the buckles. So which is not- a great idea until you're trying to tighten them down and that thing's in the way. Or... You know, you're you're trying to really cinch it down and then put it back over. Yeah, once like, it's tight, then you can't move it. Yeah, I. So to fix that, you'd have to have extra long straps, so that it went all the way through it. Yeah, so that way you could have it all the way through, and then slide it over, and then cinch it down. Yeah, um, but the it, it's got the the hip belt that's actually pretty rigid, and it's got. Um, straps on top and on the bottom. I never used the bottom ones. I it just didn't work with that wingman going down. Yeah. I tried to flip it up, but then I had the standoffs poking me in the ass like it was, you know, it was just not not um but for regular so, so like for my sticks which stack straight. Mm-hmm. Was, it'd be great. You put that on there and then you know really like a, a predator pack or something similar where you could hook it to those upper straps. That way you can just pull it in and out. Mm -hmm. That's like the ideal setup. And then if you had the sticks on the bottom, you could use this for your, the the top for your, um, your coat or any of that other stuff. Um, And, you know, if you were hunting a preset or you're, if you were one sticking, if you had, you know, minimal gear, you could probably strap a, more stuff to this, but you couldn't do the seven bow rope, John, uh, ver- version with this. You could strap this to your exo pack. Um, yeah. the one thing though, um, and it, I think it, th- these have, I mean, you can see, I don't know if the video will see, but you know, these are really wide hip belt, which works really good, but I wear my saddle in. So then, so then when I'm climbing, even the- even when I'm climbing, like trying to get into my pouches to get out my lioness belt or my tether. Um, and I was going to put some pouches on here, but the molly's kind of like wonky. So I couldn't, I couldn't really get a pouch on there. So. Yeah. So now that you say that, that, that makes the, the X2, the shortness of it perfect because I've never. So as I'm climbing, I had the pack on still. And I have it strapped. Sometimes I don't strap it, but most of the time I'll strap it just so it's not, you know, swinging around. And I never have an issue with it interfering with my my bags or my, you know, my loops. So, 
just my belly, you know, interferes with it a little bit. <laughs> so, can you grab your platform there and uh, maybe like one or two of your sticks? So, this is another pack that people want to hear about. And I've used this pack for scouting. I haven't hunted with it. Um, it's cheap. Um, the material is kind of loud. Um but this is that SOG op ord pack. And this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It is a pretty legit pack for saddle hunting. I don't know. John, have you seen this pack at all? No. Okay. So how much is that X2 pack? How much did it cost? Well, not how much did it cost you? How much does it cost? I don't even know. Like <laughs> two, 259 or something? I think it's 350 two. Oh, three fifty. I think they had a didn't you got them upside down. Weren't they? They ran a special at one point for like two seventy nine or something, didn't they? Yeah, they they will have a, a sale here and there and everywhere. But this pack right here, if you don't mind carrying your sticks on the bottom, um, perpendicular to your body, I mean. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I mean, because then, and then you still have enough room inside for your camera and shit. And it still has a pouch here. It's got two pouches on either side, and it's got a full Molly panel on the front and on the sides. But if you could add some pouches if you wanted to. And if you were running like a standard, like a fourth arrow camera arm or something that had two sections, you could just open up one of these pouches and run it right right here on the side. But how much do you think that pack is, John? 150. $38, I think on mm. on Amazon. So there's going to be guys that hate Amazon. Um Mike, I'm talking to you. Um <laughs> there's there's going to be guys that don't like stuff that's not made in the US and all that and that's fine. But there's still people that are want the information, right? Right. So, but I use this for for scouting and for through tra trail cameras in there and everything. And I mean, it now not as robust as the the trophy line hip belt, but it still has that, which I think you know, running any pack with sticks and any kind of weight in it you have to have a hip belt, not necessarily to transfer the weight so much as it's just banging, 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 like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that pack, I mean, it almost looks like it's built for, for that predator platform. Yeah. Now, if you had a mission, I don't know. I'm sure the EDP, because it has a really similar profile, um, but I think you can make a, that that work uh, fairly easily. 
Yeah, well, so if you're on a tight budget. Yeah, or you're, you know, you, mom needs to buy you a gift for Christmas and you're 40 years old. <laughs> um, and then, so now the trophy line, this is the K's two pack and you loaded this up. So I've got this and I brought it right over to John just because, <laughs> because um, of his situation with four bow ropes carrying a <laughs> giant 3,800 cubic inch. Well, the frame. Yeah. It, but with everything strapped to it and yeah. a fanny pack on top of it. And I did have this pack before. Um, load, I did the same thing that John did. I loaded it up and it, being, it was going to be my go-to pack. And then I traded it for that uh, Mystery Ranch Pop-Up 28, which was the worst <laughs> whitetail saddle hunting pack ever. Um, I Was would, it? Made for that, or is it just that was just a no? That was just a pack. I mean, like a small Western pack. Yeah, but it was like you know you can right. pop the back off from it. You could. It's got a meat hauling section. You could put your stuff behind yeah, I there. I think you'd brought that over. I brought to it you. over to you, and you yeah. couldn't make it work either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it would be a good option for you, and um, and then they weren't available, and so when the K two came out. I got this, and I said, John, here's the pack for you. And you loaded it up, and then you got the X2, and you said, oh, well, I'll load this up, and then. I just like the way that, you know, the wings opened up and everything. This one for camera gear now is a whole, you know, it's definitely better for camera gear because you got basically. A specific a camera pouch. Yeah. Um, and it has the same as that that upward pack a spot specifically for your platform right. so if you're running a platform that's you know easily accessible the one thing about this pack it's is easily it, it's easily accessible you know when you get to the tree but not so much as you're you know you'd still have to figure out like something to well that's kind of what i'm I'm getting at with this pack here is it's like a blessing and a curse for this pack specifically is that it is big. Mm. Like, um, so I had lent this out to one of our patrons. I got it from John and I said, he said, Hey, I want to try that pack out. Can I try it? I said, sure. And he was using it and he said it was great when it was cold because he had room for all of his stuff because he's not filming. He's not doing any of that. He just wanted something to carry all of his stuff. And, he said, when it wasn't cold, when he put his sticks on there, I mean, and I run into that with that Badland Super Day pack, if there's nothing in it. It's not rigid. There's not, there's not enough rigidity. So, he's like, I had to put my all my stuff in there. You had to put my big coat in there, carry my big coat in there, just so that it had enough. Right. And I don't have any problem with that because it's got a metal frame. So, it's always rigid. So, when, like, when I hunted early season... You know, there was days where I only brought a, you know, just a sweatshirt and everything still stayed right where it needed to be because, you know, the frame holds it all in place. You can still strap everything down tight and it's not, it's not moving around. This is my Super Day pack set up the way that it was today. And 
this is just the, how I carried it on the way out because I wasn't going very far. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, what I do and on the way in because I did I I went hunting uh, with a buddy today up on the river and I had no idea where we were going and so I didn't know if it was going to be a long walk, short walk, what was going on, and I was in the largest freaking tree that I've ever been in because he's like he's like I, I found a tree I think that you can you can sit in because it was right on the edge of this giant hay marsh so it was it was Dan Infault uh the other way around and I guess like when you see his post when he's got like seven straps hooked together because he's on a tree that's like you know the size of a smart car mm-hmm. like that the, I had like 400 year old trees to choose from or one like grapefruit size tree that was like one of those standing dead marsh trees <laughs> in the middle of a hay marsh so it would have been like i would have been like a lollipop yeah, yep. if i made it to the top and didn't just fall right over <laughs> so oh my god it was so i did that same thing like when i hunted um where I seen the smaller buck earlier in the season. Same thing. The tree that I, that was the biggest tree I ever got in before. There's definitely no way you could ever put a climber in it. And I had to like fling the ropes. You know, it took me a while because I'm up there flinging the rope, trying to fling it around the tree to catch it. So here's a Tim Clark trick. You take, and I, d- I had to do this today. There was no way. And I, because these have, the small right. Amsteel daisy chains. There's no way for me to throw that around. You hold one end, you take the stick, and you bring the stick around the tree. Right. And this, I was like, I was even thinking in my head, like, I don't want to be on the last loop of that <laughs> daisy. You know, you want one before the end. So if it breaks, <laughs> you at least have, um, <laughs> so, but I was like right to the end of the cam buckle, nice. like like, and I was like even thinking about that, like if this slips slips just a little bit, like I'm in a bad way. But regardless, this this is like I got this pack from. Um, What's Mi- another Badlands, right? Yeah. Yep, I got this from Midway, and I think it was like a special run for Midway. They're, they're a great place to check out for packs because they have stuff made specifically for them and then if like at the end of the year or like at the end of some of their quarters they'll put everything on clearance so i think i paid like 70 bucks for this pack and that's the only reason that i have it it was just like i couldn't not buy it um but so this one i I think the normal um super day pack has three or has two straps on the outside and this one has two but vertically, it holds the This one has three sticks. Yeah. You said two and oh. two. Yeah, whatever. Well, I just want to make it clear for people that way because I've seen three of them. Yeah. So, this one has three. It's got a miniature, like, outside section. It has – then it has two major sections. And, like, so today, like, I always wear my saddle in except for today because – we were going by boat and I didn't want to be wearing it in the boat. And right. he'd been fishing like, yeah. <laughs> like the whole, you know, a bunch of fish scales. You know. And so I've got my saddle in there today, uh hand warmer. 
And then on the way out, I have uh, this, this big jacket and knee pads and then my bino harness, which, and uh, where are you at with bino harnesses, John? I'm like, I'm about done with them. Um, I, I love them for turkey hunting. I love them for elk. I love having my stuff right there. I love having a place to put my phone. I just so I, I still, I mean, I wear mine in every day, or you know, every time I go out because for just for the simple fact, like as you know, for walking in and we see a deer, I have my release right there, my rangefinder's hooked to it, my binos right there. I can sneak, you know, and kind of glass my way in. In the tree, I don't wear it. I just clip it. I take it off and I clip that into my sys hauler or the, you know the system, and then I have it right there. And then I take my well my my uh, where'd mine go? Yeah. So I always my rangefinder is always clipped right here on the right side. So when I hang it up, this this little tether is long enough that when it's hanging there, I can just grab it. And for the most part, except for when I was in that huge tree, I can range everything pretty much without even taking it off. Sometimes I'll unclip it and then I'll hook it on one of the molly loops on there. Then that way I can just, it won't go all the way over it and clip in. Then I can just slip it off. But, and then I, you know, I have my binos right there and my cheaters. (laughs) These are my wife's cheaters. My glasses are, uh, normally I have my glasses in there, but I had to get new glasses. So those are getting new lenses in them right now. But yeah, so then I wear it up, wear it down, wear it in and wear it out. But, you know, I still, I got my wind checker in there, (laughs) my extra release in there, my license, my knife. I think I got a couple little headlamps, some bug dope, and a lens cleaner. So, I don't know. I just like having all that shit with me. Yeah, I love having all the stuff with me, but I just don't like the bulk of it. Like, it's... Ah, I just, you know, it, it that... And I think it, mine is bulkier than yours. It, that, it just, it doesn't bother me when, it, it bothers me because I tried sitting in the, it's not much different than mine. This is Alaskan Guide. Yeah, but yours doesn't have these. It's just got the. So, yeah, that's the one because I wanted it without the zipper so I could just be able to pop my shit in and out. So I put my one release in the side and I have my mm-hmm. wind checker on the other side. And then I also have, so this is actually the Phelps. Um, reed holder, but it sucks because you can't. You put your call in there, and you're like, you, my hand's too big to like get them out. So I pack it full of milkweed. It, it works perfect because then you pull a little bit, and then it, it stays right there. So I always have milkweed too. Nice <laughs> fucking milkweed flying around the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, good, uh, it's good win. Yeah, sealed up. It's not sucking out. <laughs> um. But then on this, it's got really nice hip belts, and it's got nice padding, and it's so, got pouches on each. So that one stays, 
I mean, it's kind of rigid. It's, that fold. it's a little bit, but it, when you put sticks on here and it starts to, pull it, it. it just pulls it, pulls it back. Um, but it, it has these pouches on the side that are hooked up and then you can put some things behind there. It's got Molly and it's got like, I've never used it, but there's a, um, like a holster oh. built in. Which, for a sidearm. Yeah, which seems like the most rudimentary holster. Yeah, like how are you? Well, I just uh, I just think about retention, right? Like <laughs> like it's held oh, on by this little tiny velcro uh I don't know, tab. Yeah. Like that's what's that's what's keeping your weapon, you know? But I'd rather have my regular holster and have it clipped into one yeah, of Molly's. Or j- just like I've got the Doyle's gear hoist here in the middle. And like that's, I love having that just like that. That has not single-handedly um, solved my bow rope problems because that thing, <laughs> that thing by that. If you think about like the way more often than not that I get ready like when do you when do you put your send your bow down? Well, now I have to have basically my pack on to send my bow down, and then I have to have my lineman's on. So like inevitably, it's either tangling it, up. It's it's inside. So like I'll get and then I get down to the bottom of the tree and I'm take off my pack and now it's tangled in the lineman's or it's you know it's not as bad or like it'll be tucked under one of the pouches of my saddle, even when I like I reel it up, you know, and I unhook it and then I'm like, let the rope down and it just stays there. It doesn't come back up. So then I'm messing around and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, geez, God damn it. But it doesn't tangle. So that's. So I haven't had like ever since I've, you know, watched Taylor's Chamberlain's little, you know, tutorial on bow ropes it doesn't tangle anymore you know no so so here's the uh here's the thing john i don't even know if i told you but uh just because i'm me i was cruising around on the uh saddle hunter classifieds and i bought a full one sticking setup i I was gonna (laughs) i think i talked about this last time after watching taylor's um, another one of his videos, I was like, you know, maybe I'll give it a try just because there's some times where like you might want to go higher than four sticks, you know? And the thing with one sticking, the only thing limiting you is your repelling rope. So if you have a 40 foot rope, you could go 40 feet in the tree if you had to, you know? And and we're always like, we have quite a bit of hill country around here. When we hunted in Ohio, that was all hill country. And sometimes you might have to go up 40 feet in a tree just to get above that, you know, on the upward side of the hill, the runways there or the bench, you know, you might mm-hmm. like when I was sitting in the tree and you walk down the, you know, the <laughs> railroad grade and like you're right. at eye level and be like, Hey, you know. So my my thing was and it just comes to like the bow rope thing is that and that's what I was asking about packing up at the bottom like that I did a podcast with um, 
one of our patrons that killed that big drop time buck. And he was one sticking and he got into uh, situations where he had deer get up out of their beds and come by him while he was one sticking. So I'm like, okay, so here's someone who's like actually done it, you know, where we're asking like, mm-hmm. you know, can it, can it be done? Right. But his thing was, you know, if you want to move, you just rappel down. You only have one stick. You wrap up your rope and you walk over there. Right. You know, and then one of the guys from, uh, he, we actually sold him the, the Phantom at the Novi show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying he uses his rappel rope as his pull-up rope too. So at the, as he's going up, you know, before he goes up, he ties his bow onto the bottom and then he ties his pack onto it. Mm-hmm. And then it's his gear strap too while he's up there. And, it, you know, there is some benefit to it. But I'll tell you this. So I'm going to do a podcast next Sunday. I didn't know if you're going to be here or not with the that little climbing tree stand thing. Mm. And that the guy's super cool and they know he's like i'm gonna tell you right now our thing is not sexy it's just you know it's just to get you up the tree it's not you know there's definitely improvements to be made he was talking about like the cost to have it cast like if you were gonna if if you and i decided that we wanted to make two thousand units cast it's like a hundred grand to set up so he's like well this is, you know, they, I think the guy that actually came up with it, as he said, it was a taxidermist and yeah, whatever. We'll get into that on the next podcast. Yeah, but, my, but my issue with that was all the little freaking pins, pins and noise. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no way you're going to go up a tree quiet with that without a bunch of whole, whole well, bunch of tape or. Well, so I still stripped it and it, it was not. I don't think it was as loud as a normal climber. The The main thing that made noise um, inside were the loops. And I put a little bit of cell strip around that and it took 90% of that noise away. But all that to say with that thing, like I climbed up in this tree in the UP as high as I could get. And I was like 30 feet up there and maybe Four minutes. Right. But then the other thing with that also is you're back to a climber. So you're back to pole trees or clean trees without limbs. And Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the tree, like the tree I climbed tonight, it didn't have a bunch of big limbs sticking out, but it had a bunch of little dead, you know, mm-hmm. stickers on it, which, you know, when you're going up with, a, with our gear, you're just going around them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not arguing the point of right. is that... Or is that not? I'm just saying for, like, when you were saying sometimes you want to get as high as you can. Right. Or, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many times you've been at, like, everybody says, okay, yeah, 20 feet. I always go to 20 feet. I can say confidently that I hunt between 12 and 16 feet is is normal for me. When I when I was up there at twenty five or thirty feet, and then you know my eye level is right six feet higher than that or five feet higher, than that, it was fucking wild. 
Yeah. Like, so ever since I started, you know, with the sticks and stuff, yeah, I've, you know, maybe made it to like 18 feet or something. I mean, you, that's stretching it. But regularly with my climber, I was always, because my bow rope was 20 foot long and I would go, there was times where I would actually be pulling my bow and I tie that to my, the lower bracket mm-hmm. just so I would get high enough, but you're in a pole tree. So you, I would always try to get up as high as possible with, with our sticks and stuff. And you can pick a tree that's got some limbs and something to hide behind most of the time. But yeah, I mean, so, but yeah, I used to be at 20 all the time. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't even know with my climber. I mean, I was the same way. My, my bow rope was that and I was, I didn't even think about it, but now, I mean, I think because I was in a basketball-sized tree mm-hmm. that wasn't basketball-sized at that height, and right. <laughs> you, you know, and looking at even looking at like shot angles and stuff, I was like, you know, I'm looking down at Chris and I'm going, "Jeez," you know. Yeah, it's a real steep angle. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I I did get one of those just simply for the the ease of use pack up and, you know, to, to check it out. And it, it was a, a pretty good deal for, for everything. It's not a fancy stick. I might upgrade the stick itself. Um, but, uh, now we have one to play with. And that's one of the things, you know, in, uh, that Patreon Marco Polo group, we talked about it a little bit too. Like if you were already a climber hunter, but you wanted to carry a less bulky climber, you know, like, you know, he would never do it, but Frank, that's, you know, yeah. there's poultries everywhere else. Oh, I get a poultry, 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 but to carry, you know, a lot less stuff. And even if you were to carry a, uh, a platform with it, that's the one thing Eric, um, he said he one sticked and went at, at each set. He says his back is hurt or whatever. He sets his platform every move. And he's like, yeah, it's more things for me to do. But rather than put your feet on the tree mm. and put your, he just sets his platform up, stands on it. Wow. Just stick over. That's a lot of. Yeah. But. Why not just use sticks at that point? For the ease of getting down, packing up. I don't know. But but regardless, the point, my point was, was that even if you were to carry that little climber and you're like, I'm not going to hunt off of this thing, just put a platform and just use it as your climbing method. You're still eight pounds. You know? Right. Compared to. Right. Yeah. What are my sticks? They're, I think they're all, unless you go to the super light ones, they're right about two pounds a stick. Yeah. So same Oh, yeah. So, but regardless, it's just you know we're going off on a tangent here. Another Back tool, the in the, another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. So uh, over here, th- this one, <laughs> this pack over here. This is what I got my dad for out west. And this is the pop up thirty eight, and I think this is a much better design. I was a little bit disappointed when I got it. Um, that I uh, this top this lid looks like the lid for the other mystery ranch packs which is completely removable 
And it's the same thing, except for this one is sewn on. Oh, so you can't remove it. Right. And then this, which looks like it should fold completely down, doesn't. Now, he's got game bags, game bags in here. We'll see. That is really loud, though. Well, that, this material here seems like it's... Yeah, that... But the... So the Predator fits in there. It looks like there's enough room. You could possibly... Oh, uh, an XL. Get the XL, maybe. Maybe. But that would fit right in there. And then you'd be the same... You can put your sticks on the bottom. This one would offer you the ability to put them on the top. And you still have... And that's a frame, right? Yeah. So this has... Has a removable bag. Well, it's got a meat... Meat meat shelf. Yeah, carefully going to lose the... And then this pops up. Yep. So you could put a tree stand in here if you wanted to. Um, But I think this is a better option well it <laughs> it's a more viable option than the pop-up 28 um and it's i think it checks some of your boxes john with having you know these these right here on the top mm-hmm. it's got some capture um, the one thing about these packs even on that uh sawtooth that i have there's no Straps that go perpendicular to right. like lash things to the outside, and uh, that I don't I don't know that they necessarily like miss the boat. I mean, obviously they're they want to do Western style stuff, and they do lots of different options. But I th- I think this would be a pretty killer pack because it's light. Mm-hmm. It's got the adjustable yoke. It's expensive. But it's got the adjustable yoke, so you could make it short. Right. And it's, I love, you know, just like your um, Exo pack. Now, on that Everly Stock pack, what are the the hip belts like? Like, is it meant to carry a lot of weight? Are they padded like your Exo? A little bit. A little bit. I mean... But like I said, they're not on my hips. They're on my love handles. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's another thing about these. Like this has very similar to that uh, Mystery Ranch Guide Light. Um, oh, look, another bow rope. <laughs> uh, frame that's on my sawtooth pack. This is uh, would be super comfortable. That. Uh, this one. This one's got shit tickets in it. I might have to to try that pack out of my dad's. I think that the only thing I just I really love having the like bat wings. That I mean and and being able to cinch stuff down both ways. You know, of course that's got a full capture, so I've heard that about you, John. Both ways. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I like that. I think that would be, that might be a really good option too. I might have to run that, give it a test. 
because it has the the like what you're saying in those bat wings. Now that definitely has a lot more. Um, I don't know if it's it's got a lot more storage, a lot more options, little pouches, and uh, a lot more places to lose stuff too. Well. But yeah, I think you know that that pack's the one that people want to know the most about. And so one of the other things, okay. So John, you are how tall? Six three. And that pack is rather short on you. Yes. So But it, I mean it's super comfortable. I mean like except for when you're riding a bicycle with all the weight on then, you know. Maybe if it was a little lower, the center of gravity would be better. But <laughs> now, you're. Let me see. So this bottom panel here is like the last thing that's up, right? So it does have Molly on the two outermost yep. things. So you could put a couple of extra pouches here if you. It's got if you want Molly there. It's got Molly on the outside upper. Um, I mean, and it's got Molly on the inside. It's just got Molly everywhere. Well, this Molly on the inside is useless in the way that you're using it. Right. So, and if you were going to use it as a saddle hunter, if you were going to carry a little, I don't think you could carry a mini tree stand on here very well. Probably not. So, but if you were going to use this as a saddle hunter with your platform there, unless you put a predator pack on the outside of here. We could do a predator pack on the outside upper because there's Molly there. Well, that's what I mean. But on the outside somewhere, this inside Molly is useless. If you put a pouch here, it's just yeah. going to get compressed into right oblivion. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it would just get mashed. Yeah. So anywhere on the outside, you could. But there's definitely those options available. Okay. Yeah, so like I said, I think that's the one people like kind of wanted to hear and see how it was set up. And, and I like how the frame is is it's fairly wide. So like like I said, it's almost square. Yeah. But I mean it. I can cinch. I can have nothing in it and still be able to cinch my stuff down tight, and it rides quiet. It's not shifting around or anything. But you know me, I'm kind of like Frank. I usually have a bunch of extra shit that I don't need. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I I feel like that comes from Frank. And I feel like he was, you know, we started off with, I guess they had two zippers and two buckles, um, fanny packs. Then we had fanny packs and backpacks. And then we had big giant backpacks. And all this is with the climber. So it's just, just so much. Um, yeah, with the climber, I just used that the the badland that first pack, the fanny pack, bucket, and I would just strap that, and then stuff my clothes all in, and you know I'd look like a big old huge box coming down the freaking hill. But so now I just look like a hunchback. So so. Looking at all of these, it and it's it's a lot. 
Um, it, it seems like your recommendation would be X2 all the way. As of right now, yeah. But, like, I haven't tried. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't tried all the ones like you have. But for the average guy, saddle hunter, that one will definitely do everything you need. I mean, you, you know, you can modify it to how you want it. Yeah, I think if you were gonna, if you were gonna spend money on one pack for your whitetail hunting, um, that would be it. And I think if you were gonna spend one money money on one pack that was gonna like do it all, I I, I like this mystery ranch, especially now looking at that the platform fits in there mm-hmm. and the ability to carry sticks because that one, if you wanted to use a, a tree stand or a, even a, you know, a smaller tree stand, mm-hmm. you could put it in the back and carry it in. If you were going to pack some meat out and you want to make, you know, one trip or right. fewer trips. Now it doesn't have any Molly. You can't, add anything to it uh, but set up as it is it's a it's a pretty legit pack and it's by far at least in my mind superior to that 28 the only thing is i mean this one's a little bit loud but that one seems like it's really loud and i definitely wouldn't go with that color <laughs> Once you want to get <laughs> brown, shot. you want to get shot. Yeah, we have yeah, I was thinking the, about that today. The coyote cause, brown one. Well, because there's still, it's muzzleloader season, but here in Michigan now during muzzleloader, you can just use your rifle. Yeah, today's the last day. Right. I think that's why there were so many people out today. Yeah, and so I'm like walking, I'm like, I don't have any orange on. I'm like, I hope they're not just, it's brown, it's down, or, you know, like what happened out west, and you know, hear a noise and shoot. So orange wouldn't matter at that point anyway, but yeah. But this this pack right here for the budget guy, that SOG pack looks like it would be a viable option. A, a very budget friendly and it I don't think that anybody Uh, maybe in today's day and age, unless you do like a shit ton of research and you can get your hands on everything is like one and done. Right. <laughs> right. So I feel like if you're just starting out and you're like, well, now I need to pack that'll carry all this stuff neatly. I mean, you talk about noisy that material like i say it's like that cordura and it's got the waterproof type inside so it's stiff and kind of crunchy and now i i'm not sure if anyone's seen um i was actually it was i had to stop at ace and pick up some tools the other day I was on the way to a job and i walked in and they had like this little oakley display and they had this oakley pack and it was just a backpack. It was like 179, but it was in multi, you know, multi camo. And it looked like a perfect 
you know, I looked at looked looked at it for a few seconds. I'm like, man, it caught my eye. And I'm like, it looked kind of like a good hunting. Like, it had a place for it. Looked like maybe the camera, but I didn't look at it enough. But it was like, man, that might be something to check out. But like I said, it was one seventy nine. It wasn't. It was more like this. It was not rigid at all, but it did have some strapping on it. That's just a. And if you're not going far and you're not going to carry a whole lot of stuff, like if you're not worried about warm clothes or packing anything out or you're more towards the minimalist, that plateau pack is pretty freaking awesome. As far as like the amount of stuff that it can carry. Now, there's a lot of buckles and those buckle covers are kind of a pain in the dick, but. Well, same. I mean, that Badlands Super Day or. What what is the one that one? Mine. The super no, day. no. I'm sorry. The other Badlands fanny pack that has the, it's bigger than mine. The monster. Yeah, that has the, it's got the shoulder straps or you know suspenders. That one, you know, you could strap a predator pack on, and strap your sticks on, and you know, go at it. Mm-hmm. So you're down hunting? Most likely. Uh, may, I might be able to make it out next weekend, maybe. But this week's, the schedule is just, we got, I've got three jobs I got to get finished up, wrapped up this week. And there's definitely no, I mean, with the short days, there's no time to yeah. get, no, no time to get out during the week anyway. And then the weekends have just been, I've been trying to do, you know, play catch up. So I did, like I said, I got out tonight. This is the first time I hunted since November 13th. So I don't normally gun hunt anyway. Well, I don't, if I do make it out during gun season, it's with my bow, but I didn't have any you know, opportunity then either. I got a few more hunts under my under my hat and then with the way that everything's laying out because of how the holidays fall because I'll be here we're off Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve so I can at least hunt the mornings for for those days so I will be fishing yeah so I'm excited about that maybe I can get a wahoo yeah, well, that was your plan last time too, and yeah, I mean, you were close. I was close. So you need to get a hold of those guys and be like, "Hey, I'm coming down. I saw you last year. Yeah. This is what's going on. Figure it out." But um, no, I got it. I I know what I have to do. I mean, I was in the right place, right time. The wahoos are just—they're a hard fish. I mean, normally, even. Even the guys that go out every day and target them, you know, they might get a couple, but it's normally like one. They'll have like two hits and, you know, one fish, but unless they really get in, you know, to a hot bite, which, you know, spearfishing guys now, you know, those guys get into them, but I'm not in I don't have, that's a whole nother ball game there, <laughs> going out spearfishing. 
that and I don't really want to be in the water with the sharks. Not, the, I mean, I went swimming last year when we were out and we were on one of the patch reefs. I was chumming and stuff. And then the, I ended up, I was like, well, I'm going to dive in. And then there was a big nurse shark down there swimming around and they were all freaking out. Oh my God, there's a shark. I'm like, that shark's not going to bother us. <laughs> so if you're done, if you're done hunting, then you just leave all this stuff here. No, I, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I'm definitely going to try to get out. I mean, I w- I'd like to get some meat in the freezer. So if, you know, if a doe walks by now, I won't shoot a small buck, but I'll definitely shoot a doe. Nice. Well, all right. Well, I think for packs, like I said, I'm, I'll get some, now that I've got this set up and I got to do some, so I got to do some more wiring and stuff, but pack a palooza here. Yeah. Oh my God. It's absurd. Um, but I can do some, some videos on these pretty easily. So, um, We'll just uh, plan on that. And any questions, feel free to reach out, and I will try to address them when I do the full videos on these packs. But, uh, but yeah, so I think that's all we got for tonight. John, if we don't hear from you, good luck on your trip. Wahoo. Yeah, wahoo. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, Thanks. Bye.